The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? Back. In black. <laughs> <laughs> Looks more like a navy blue to me. Yes. Though, but, uh, <laughs> Dave. Yes, sir. I am a big fan. I don't know if I've told you of your pod, Past Tens. Well, I listen you. to every one of them. I don't like the short ones, though. They're like a tease. We got, we're getting rid of the short ones. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. We just recorded four over the last two days, including one we recorded live at the Vinyl Record Show at the VFW in Denver. Sweet, Mass. awesome, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So no more short ones. So the the Whitney Houston debate was excellent, but um, still, we should have you on. We'll do, I would love we'll do to a come cro- on. We'll one do a time. crossover yes, episode. I would It'll love be it. like Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. You know, but you're, you're, yeah. but if you don't listen to that show, you should because they're talking music all the time, and it got me thinking. Because um, as you've heard on this pod, I too love. Of the tunes, mm. uh, big music fan, and I thought of a topic that I thought would be interesting to discuss, uh, and it's of course in list form. It is my top ten debut albums of all time. Nice. Okay, so it's not you know the best albums of all time. It's the first. It has to be the first. Mm-hmm. Okay. These again, uh, I'll try to be as impartial as possible, but you know, typically my opinion is usually factual. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go through this and talk to you about um, about how we're gonna we're gonna go through this. It's in descending order. Okay. Okay. Um, it's gonna cross a lot of genres, as you'll see. And again, the only criteria it is, it has to be great, and it has to be this this artist or person's or band's first album. Make oh. sense? Yes, debut album. All right, Got cool. It. Yep. All right. At number ten, Van Halen by Van Halen. Nice. Yes. Uh, I've talked about Van Halen before. You and I have actually debated the the Roth versus Hagar eras. Um, is but there really a debate? There isn't. Any, I was yeah. just going to say, Diamond yeah. Dave, yeah. Uh, infinitely, infinitely better yep. than Sammy Hagar. Hagar might be the better technical singer, mm-hmm. per se, Chops, mm-hmm. but Dave is the show. Dave right. is the show. That's right. There were some great albums in both eras, quite honestly, and I'm not shitting on the Sammy Hagar era at all. There's some good stuff there, but this album was like a, a nuclear bomb. On music, do you? Re- I mean, we were too young to remember this. I don't remember when it came out per se, but no. But the album is classic. It had some of their all-time tunes, like yes, mm-hmm. like this. I was just gonna say, "Running with the Devil," yeah. right? Ain't talking about love. Mm-hmm. The "You Really Got Me" cover from the Kinks, which love I would that. actually say it's better yeah. than the original. I would agree. One of the few. Yes, completely agree. Yes. This is Eddie, like, blowing people's minds on guitar. No one heard guitar like this before. You're right. You I know? Can't, I can't think of it. It was, yeah, it, it ushered in the, the era of kind of glam, not glam, not glam, but like hair bands. Right. It, they're, they're better than a hair band, but this kind of style of guitar never, never, and then spawned so many imitators, but Eddie was first. Yeah, and, and just like uh, three of the four are some of the best that ever of what they do. Michael Anthony is, you know. <laughs> hey, look, as a short, stocky dude, I, he's one of my heroes and he rock. He's good comic relief in the videos. Exactly. Yeah. But his harmonies, though, don't sleep on him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, he's a great singer. Not so much the best bassist, but whatever. Yeah. I still think he's a key part of that band. 1984 might have been their most successful 
yep. album with David, right, but this, right, right. Is, this is the one. This is the, as far as debut albums go, iconic. What do you think? Yeah, no, I love it. Great choice. And the last point you made, just to pick up on it, a lot of people will remember Van Halen for that 1984 album, Hot for Teacher Jump, especially. Mm -hmm. Jump yep. was an Panama. enormous hit, yep. Panama, mm -hmm. uh, all the MTV videos at the time. But if you're talking like what's really better music, it's it's this album. It's just, it's just you know, Jump is cool, but it's it's kind of, you know, it's techno. It's, yes. it's a little bit too 80s. This is real rock and roll. Absolutely. Yep. And I mean, this is their debut album. It's amazing. Like, they, look at this and all those tunes that we just, yep. thought, you know, amazing. Yep. Okay. Number nine. The Police by The Police. Mm. I'm not the hugest police fan. Self Me neither, by the way, but, yeah, but I respect them. But I do, and I appreciate their music. I really do. And these guys, like Rush, are some of the best at their respective instruments of all time. Mm -hmm. Especially for drummers, Stuart Copeland is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Much like 1984 and the Van Halen example, Synchronicity was probably their most popular Mm -hmm. album uh you know but in my view the police is their best like it was just self-titled their album the police um this had roxanne dave yeah i think you might have heard that one i have around once or twice yep. so lonely another great police song and Fair. many many others this is them in their raw like form this is them as kids it's hard to even imagine sting as a young, I know. you know, it, it seems like it seems like yeah, he was he was born like forty two years old or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here, look. I mean, listen to this. So great. It's got like reggae ish. Yeah, a lot of different mix mix of sounds in there, which is what made them so different and special. Bruno Mars recently said he's a huge fan of the police. And if you listen to that song, Locked Out of Heaven, there are elements of the police in that song, which is that, wild. I never thought about that, yeah, but because, yes. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely makes sense. Yep. And now that I, I might want to give him another shot now, Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, look, uh, uh, again, you think about Van Halen, you think about police. They're two the all-time great rock groups, yep. right? And their their debut albums were the ones that said, we're here with a huge kick through that door. That's right. Huge kick through that door. Just listen to the beginning of this Bruno song. Yeah. I think you'll see what I mean. Oh, totally. I always like that... Whatever that is. Right, I know. A little staccato thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I thought it was pretty creative for yeah. a hip hop guy. Yeah. Definitely. He's at least got some talent versus 99% of every other artist out there today. Uh, but, anyways, agree with that choice. That, would that be on your top 10 debut albums? 99 artists. Yeah. Ed, Ed barely likes right. one. And then, right. Yes, that, that's a good one, and it's a throwback because I just remember getting police cassettes when you used to order like yes. 12, 12 cassettes for a penny. I always had a couple of police albums in there. Yes. Good choice. Yeah, so we got Van Halen, Police, okay. so far. All right, number eight. Hit me. Ten by Pearl Jam. Oh, I'm not a Pearl Jam guy. But. I, look, I was just going <laughs> to say that. I am not either. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of my friends who think this band is the fucking second coming. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Um, I like them, though, but let's chill out on that second coming shit. Um, <laughs> right. But like Van Halen and Police, they were definitely not one album wonders. Right? No, that's true. And their musical catalog, if you actually listen to it, is really impressive. It's really impressive. With that said, uh, I stand by the fact that 10, their first album, remains their best. Mm -hmm. it, it is. Jeremy. Even flow, which we're hearing right now, yeah. alive. Mm -hmm. Like all of them are hits. Black. These are all like really epic, iconic 
Pearl Jam songs. Um, there isn't a bad tune on the whole record. And I, I'm saying that is not a Pearl Jam fanatic, right? There isn't mm -hmm. a bad tune. These guys emerged during that crowded grunge era with Nirvana, Soundgarden, my personal favorite of that time, Alice in Chains. But to their credit, they're the only ones who stayed together and more importantly, stayed relevant to this day. Yeah. To this day, right? Now, if they could keep that self-important preaching shit to themselves, <laughs> yeah. uh, I might even actually start to like them. A little too cool for their own good. But th you're right. They they burst on the scene. I remember as soon as you heard this song, you, you wanted to hear like what else was on the album. And yeah, amazing start. You want to hear Adam Sandler's imitation? Yes, of I do. Vader? I do. <laughs> I can so see his face right now as he's doing it, too. That's <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant. But at the time, people thought that was the coolest singing ever. Like, Eddie Vedder was like the man. I know. Like, Jim Morrison meets, like, like hard rock. Right. But Adam Sandler nailed the joke because it's like, what are the lyrics to that song? I think it goes, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. And Ted, when the scene, the movie, when they meet Flash Gordon at the party and Ted does the karaoke version of every song from the 90s, it sounds like Eddie Vedder. Sometimes you're crazy. And you want it. This is how everybody sang in the 90s. I'm such a baby, cause a girlfriend's baby. That's right. That's right. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. That's awesome. But anyways, even though I'm not okay. a fan, that was an album in college. That's run. I think Big my time. freshman year when that came out, or maybe sophomore, there wasn't anyone. It was playing everywhere. Yeah. It was like 1991, I want to say. Something like right. that. Something anyway, like yeah, that. Right, right but what do you think about that inclusion there? Not a Pearl Jam guy. I saw them in concert once. I felt guilty that I took the ticket from someone who really wanted to be there. I remember loving Even Flow when it came out. I remember uh, it, I'm Still Alive. Was that on yeah. that album, yep. too? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. loving both those tracks. So Yeah. Good on you. Okay, cool. Yep. Number seven. Here we go. Shake Your Moneymaker oh, by the Black Crows. Now I love this yes. one. I love this one. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm so excited. I'm going to be seeing them play this album in its entirety this summer. Oh, I got to get tickets, you too. You do. Yep. Yeah, they're expensive, um, but they are coming to whatever Great Woods is called today, the, the Mitsubishi Center sponsored by <laughs> GE, whatever. <laughs> the Xfinity set. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, we are going, uh, and they're playing the whole album in its entirety. So wow. this is a, is a fucking masterpiece. I, I really believe it. You got incredible song. I mean, again, not a, not a miss on the record. Rock was, at the time, rock was kind of, besides like Pearl Jam and some of the grungy bands, sort of classic old school rock was kind of dying. Right. And these guys embraced it. Right? Yeah. Yep. Jealous Again, great song, Twice one, yep. as Hard. Love that one. You yep. know, Hard to Handle, yep. She Talks to Angels, which is a fantastic song. Yeah. Um, what a great, I mean, I love, I, there's no question if you've heard this podcast, I fucking love the Black Crows, one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. Did you hear them on Howard recently? They, no. There's clips on YouTube of them playing because they're prepping people for the tour, right. of this, this new tour, the, the reunion. Right. And they sound like this. That's amazing. They sound yeah. so good. Yep. So good. Even better, I might say. But this album, I mean, it. This was a smash. Do you remember how big this album was when it came out? It was huge, yeah. And the, the weird thing is, the first time I heard this song, I was like, sounds a little like Mellencamp. This just this song. A little, I can see that now yeah. that you say that. I yeah. never thought that, but now yeah. I can see that for me, sure. Me and our mutual buddy Waldo used to, when we didn't know who they were, they were like, the one that sounds like Mellencamp. And then obviously we got to know them. And we, I remember seeing them at uh, the Wilbur or the Wang or one of those. I don't know. But um, 
And they had this they had this shtick that they would do. They would unveil this banner at the end that said "Free us with uh, the marijuana yes. leaf." And it's funny because you know, thirty years later. They won. They I won. won. I won. <laughs> Good one. Good over evil. Yes. <laughs> exactly. My yeah. next dispensary visit, I will. I will be listening to the Black Crows in their honor for yeah. their work. Yeah. Um, great album. Does that would that make your top ten of debut albums? I think it has to. That, yes. That's so far maybe my favorite yes. on the list. Awesome. The All apologies right. to Van Halen. Yes. Number six. Yeah. Are you experienced by oh. the Jimi Hendrix Experience? Again, Ooh, wow. I tried to cover oh, way back. Yes. Yeah, but you know, speaking of like greats, I mm-hmm. mean, let's come on, Jimmy. Uh, I'm no guitarist, but I'm willing to bet this guy is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told, yes, right. I'm told, yeah. and he's still relevant today. Oh, for sure. You go to Newbury right. Comics; they're selling as many Jimi Hendrix posters as they are any other band. Yep. You know, and I'm, pro- I'm sure that people are downloading his music today too. I mean, it's amazing this guy died at 27. I know, right? 27. If I had died at 27, it would have been like, who was he? Right. What did he do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who the hell knows? But again, this, this going to my criteria as debut albums, this, this introduced the world to Jimmy. Yep. And it was probably his best. Some of his, yes, some of his classics on there, like, you know, Manic Depression, The mm-hmm. Wind Cries Mary, you know, Hey Joe, like we're listening this to right one, now. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, I'm glad you hear Jimmy, because as Wesley said... <laughs> Famously awesome. said to Woody, yes. Woody Harrelson, you listen to Jimmy, but you don't hear Jimmy. <laughs> yes. You hear Jimmy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they actually made a movie about him recently with Andre 3000 from Outcast. Really? As Jimmy. And yeah. Andre 3000 is great. And yep. Outcast, I really dig. The movie sucked. Oh, too bad. Terrible. Yeah, I love him. I, I think he should do more acting. Yeah. He's, he's, he can do comedy. He could, uh, in the in the Will Ferrell movie, semi Semi pro, semi pro, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the Doctor J type guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, great. <laughs> right. he's great. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, but again, just classic Jimmy. His best album, and we're talking about one of the best ever. So, in, in my opinion, it had to be on this list. Would this be on yours? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, and it's it needs to be here as a milestone of rock and roll, also, because if Jimi Hendrix had been white, do you think he would have had the no equal success? No. But would he have been successful? He would have been successful. Yeah. I mean. You could you could argue it both ways, but the fact that a, a black dude was playing just the most pure rock, Prince might have been. You could make an argument was a better guitarist, but oh, but Prince, Prince. wasn't. <laughs> but I know, and I, I think he's probably the greatest guitarist I've ever seen. But Jimmy was just rock and roll. He would never done anything yep. hip hoppy or no. swingy like. But it's like interesting to think about what his career yeah. would have been if it had been yeah, around. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, he could have been Clapton. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. All right, number five. Mm-hmm. The cars. Oh, the cars. Now you're talking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I know you're probably saying the cars ahead of Jimi Hendrix. How could that be? I wouldn't rank them as artists or a band ahead of Jimi, but as far as their merits of their debut album, yes, I would. The cars to me, Dave, are one of the most underrated bands. They never get the respect that they deserve. Yeah, um, I think it's because they maybe saw themselves as fancy celebrities. They dressed really nice. Yes. Rick Ocasek with Paulina Porizkova. They did go sort of super techno eventually. But listen, this album—it's unbelievable. Say, some said they never matched it, but yeah. so what? I mean, so, I mean, 
uh, up and down this album. Just, yes. Just, Classics. Yes. They're also from Boston, by the way. Of course. <laughs> so that and also makes me love them yeah. more. Yep. If you listen to this album, though, take the if you were to do like the Pepsi challenge of this album, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not knowing who they were and put them against any other albums, yep. I guarantee you're gonna be like, that album fucking rules. Yeah. Right? Just it's sort of the, the depth of it is the, the word I, I think yeah. of. It's 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 timeless. Um yeah, nothing about it sounds hackneyed. It's it's great. great. It's just great. And you hear this today, you're like, that's awesome. Absolutely. My best friend's girlfriend, just what I needed. Like, all the classics. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Would this make your list? Top 10. Debut. Yes, it would. Awesome. Good. Yes, it would. Excellent. All right. Number four. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that funny? Number four. The Doors. By The Doors. Ooh. Yes. This band causes great debate. Debate. Amongst rocks fans, mm-hmm. rock, uh, some people love them, and some people think they're horrible. Who thinks they're horrible? There's I a will, lot of people who think they're cheesy. I will fight them. Oregon, I agree. I fall in the love them camp <laughs> myself. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, this is a great band, and they made a lot of great music. But their debut album, again, like Van Halen, just kicked down the door. They were not like anything mm. that was heard before. No bass. Organs. The, the, what's the, yeah, <laughs> where, where did the organ come from? Right, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Listen, this had the end on it. It had break on through, and of course, light my fire. Yep. Right. Um, you know, this delivers on the goods and then some. Did you like the movie? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. and I, yep. probably the and people are dorking out about what's his name, um, Rami Rami ugh. Rami Malek. Rami Malek as Freddie. Oh. Val as Jim. Yeah, it, it's not. It's it's not even a good comparison. <laughs> it's not. Rami was just fine. Right. Val, you could you could just you and I didn't know Jim Morrison personally, although certain nights we probably got to a state where we, <laughs> we thought we did. Exactly. I can hear him, man. He's right, right yeah. there. Right. Yes. He's right next to uh, the naked Indian in the sand. <laughs> but but uh, you could just imagine uh, Jim Morrison acting like Val Kilmer, exactly like he was acting in that movie. Do you know that he did the singing in that movie? Too? Yeah, that was amazing. 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 Yeah, yeah, and. The thing is, um, you, that is messed up so often. If you knew so, like, I mean, we, again, we didn't know Jim Morrison, but we saw him on stage. We knew all of his music. So you kind of got a feel for what he was like. I mean, Elvis, has anyone really played Elvis well? So no. that you'd be like, wow, that he just turned into Elvis. No. And it's been tried so many times. It's always like, eh, yeah, he's kind of like Elvis. Mm-hmm. He was just like Morrison. Just like it. Yeah. Great band, their best, and this debut album was a, a smash. Can you imagine being alive at the time and hearing this? Like, what is this? Well, and and I think this is the first track on the album, right? It Bre- is. Break on yes. through, like how like how appropriately named a song. Yes. Like he like, and that's the the the. Jesus and Jim's kind of like a lounge singer, not like the typical singer that he used to face the the he right the rear of the stage yes. instead of the audience because yes. he was shy. He was he did things so differently. The way he moved on stage, the way he teased people, he was kind of a prankster as well as an amazing frontman. You never know if he was gonna kill it for three hours or fall down in the second <laughs> second song right and, tripping uh, on acid whatever yeah who knows would this make your top 10 yeah i think it has to it has to what i was okay. trying to say before is that's the name why is it, why are they called the doors the book um i figured by aldous huxley the doors of perception okay yes right yes but it but it's it in keeping with the theme of breaking yeah. on through like let's get on oh, to yeah. the other side right. see what there is yeah. yeah yeah amazing yeah all right number three no one can argue with me. And I would argue, I thought about putting this one at number one, Boston by Boston. Oh, I am a, a mass hole to the nth degree. I wear it loud and proud. Mm-hmm. I bleed Boston sports, massive Homer. Of None of that has anything to do with that. This is number three on this list, though. Mm-hmm. 
This was clearly the best work they ever did, ever. And the album, oh my God, it's it's musical perfection, Dave. I agree. Yeah. From start to finish. Yep. Start to finish. This is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Most people, really? yes, most people don't realize that. Um, this album didn't have a single fast-forward tune on it. Not one. No. Not one. Again, here, right. Uh, peace of mind, though. More than a feeling. Something about you. Just to name a few. Foreplay. Foreplay. I mean, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The vocals. Yep. So underrated. R.I.P. By the way, killed himself. Brad Dell. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't get how bands. It's almost like they're prescient. Like they write the song. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Not only because it's a rock, rock song, and roll band, but I love. <laughs> I love the. Um, you know the scene in that thing you do where the the young guys hear their song on the radio. Yeah, and they run the into the time. store. It's yeah, like, that's what this song reminds me of. Of when Boston first made it, we were just another band out of Boston. You know. You know, playing for a week in Hyannis. And right. I remember listening to going, oh, they played down in Hyannis and the kids because, you know, that's not that big. And like, it, like I could feel it and how excited they were to play Hyannis. But then, but then all of a sudden play for a week in Rhode Island and the fans are going to cheer. And like, how did they know they were going to be big when they wrote the song? Like the song almost describes it. I never you know thought I mean? about that, but you're so right. It's Smoke just, a big cigar and drove a Cadillac car and said, right. boys, I think this band's out of right. sight. <laughs> They, they saw it's like they yes. saw the future. I always thought Biggie did that too. On you know, I used to, yes. When he used to talk, he about, almost made this list with his album. Oh, by okay. the way, but you know that yeah. song when he says, "I used to eat sardines yeah. and now I'm like the best." But, Cover of of Cream magazine, right? <laughs> but I don't get that song. Yeah, got him there. So yes. like, how did he know? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Great vocals, Dave. Yep. The most unique guitar sound in the history of rock. You know this. I forget his name, but he created the amps. He was yep. an MIT student who created his own amps. Mm -hmm. This album is a masterpiece. There's no other way to say it. The only the only thing that's bad about this album is it reminds you of what they didn't do afterwards. Right. It's so followed. true. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. Would yeah. this be on your top ten? I can't argue with this one. But yeah. I, but I'm also kind of a homer. I love rooting for the Boston. Yes. Band, so. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But but outside of Boston, you can't deny its greatness. N no, and I don't think people do. I don't think um, you know. And sometimes people forget. I remember asking someone, "What's your favorite Boston band?" Someone said, "Well, Boston." And I'm, it's almost—it's it's completely counterintuitive. Why would you forget Boston's from Boston? But oh, people think of Aerosmith. Yeah, they think of Jay Giles band. You exactly. Know. Yeah, they—they they were. New edition. Uh, you could go a whole bunch. There's right. been tons of great bands from here. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. By the way, one of this is just a secret. Again, promo back to your past tens podcast. Yeah. I've been hoping and praying in your seventies ones or eighties. I forget when this album that Boston would be on one of them and that you would hear you guys discuss them. Because uh, I'm willing to bet your co host i have a feeling is not as fan as you and i are we will we will see <laughs> that moment i guarantee you that more than a feeling had to be on the top 10 one of those weeks that well, was their big smash you would think yeah yes. you would think one or two they weren't necessarily were they more of like an album band than a single band i mean oh let's face it after this album they had a couple scattered hits and then that then they had that comeback album that we seem to wait Amanda. forever for the one yeah, Amanda yeah. was okay <laughs> uh -huh. all the other songs yeah. <laughs> right yes yeah. okay number two mm. straight out of compton <laughs> and wa so yeah. you laugh I don't laugh I, it's a knowing laugh right it's a knowing laugh long before there was the movie Right. Ice Cube doing family movies. By the way, what the fuck is with that? Oh, um, well, that's been going on for a while. I know, now, but right? it's yeah. still, he, yeah. you know, and The Chronic, there was NWA. This album was the best uh, of two they only made, by the way. This and, and End for Life, which I won't say. Um, and <laughs> yeah. also is one of the, the most seminal rap albums of all time. This was the, unlike anything rap fans or music, for that matter, had heard before. 
Like, I think I was at summer camp. I remember when this came out, and I was playing this, and people's jaws were dropping. They said, "What? Yeah, they what? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like it was nothing like the lyrics were scary. Well, some well, let's listen to a little bit of like the first verse, Ed, because I remember something like Rolling Stone magazine ranked this just where you are, I think, top five. And they said this track tells tells announces the band better than any other first track ever. It's it's the title track, straight yes. out of Compton. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube from the gang called Niggas with Attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sawed off, squeeze the trigger and bodies are hauled off. You two boys, that's so great. Me, Listen to that production, Dre. That's Dre. Ass, first, yeah. It is Dre. It almost <clears throat> it reminds me of Ninety Nine Problems, which uh, the other dude produced. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Yes. Yeah, but but damn, it's good. And like the point is, then you hear from the other members in the band, and they announce themselves, and, the, and they're like, here here we here we are. And I think they were one of the first hip hop artists to do that. Now, like they all seem to do, you know, my name is Dole, and away with it. You know, my name is Jay. That was good. Not at all. Not you had, at all. Of course, fuck the police, which actually yeah. got them in trouble with the FBI. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Express Yourself was actually a hit from that album, The one of the few tracks they didn't, they didn't swear on. Yep. Um, this was must-own. It changed rap forever. It launched Ice Cube. It launched Dr. Dre. And posthumously easy my favorite out of all of them i actually get chills in the the scene in the movie where ice cube played by ice cube's son right yes says yo dre i got something to say yes yes the The hair standing up with my arms even hearing you say that it's (laughs) it's fantastic yeah okay would that make your top 10 debut albums i can't argue okay i'd love to give you an argument yeah i can't all right last number one oh boy we're here Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses. That might be my favorite of the (laughs) lot. I'm not the biggest DNR fan, and I put them at number one because that's how amazing this debut album is. I have to give credit where credit is due. This is the best debut album of all time. Remember, this came out when hair metal, like Poison, you know, was a thing. Um, And this was definitely not hair metal. Um, This was something more like rock, but with a lot more balls. More raw, more dangerous. They had a good run before they broke up, but if you ask me, nothing measured to this album after this. Nothing. I remember where I was when I heard it for the first time because I I didn't know GNR that well, but I I heard kind of bits and pieces of songs, and I was in college, and my buddy, Milt, my my, Uh my past tense podcast partner, he said to me, um, hey, I'm interested in that album. You know, should I get it? And I said, I'll tell you what, you get it. I'll split the cost. We were broke college kids. You make a tape for me and we're even. He's like, okay, I'll make a tape for you. (laughs) And we put it on. You hear hear Welcome to the Jungle first track, right? Uh. And he looked at me and he goes, this is really hard rock. (laughs) Yes. It was just harder than anything. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, where the line is between hard rock and heavy metal, I don't know. But this was nothing that the Beatles ever did. This is nothing that Aerosmith ever did. It just hit you right in the face. And, um, you know, and, and Axel, for all of his flaws, he's a classic rock star, you know, petulant, preening, yes. you know, being the being the center of attention, doing his serpentine dance. Which it, became it iconic. A, absolutely. Yes. And I think I've told you before, but I saw them in their most recent tour, like four years ago or something. Good. And, oh, my God, haven't haven't lost an inch off the fastball. The only, th- the only weird thing is Axel's a little punchy, and he never makes eye contact with Slash. But other, <laughs> other than that, 
They played for two and a half hours. Just crushed it. Just crushed it. Amazing. Yep. I mean, what a great album. Of yep. course, you got this song, Paradise yep. City, yep. Mr. Brownstone. Love that Let's song. Love that song. Right. Just My so, favorite song about heroin. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah. Would this be your number one? Well, I don't... <sighs> debut albums. Not favorite. Like, debut. I'm trying to think of another one. I mean... Uh, Van Halen is strong. Wouldn't make, wouldn't be this high on my list because it doesn't have the personal right. for me. You know, all opinions of music are personal. As far as like the album you got, this is a great list because I can remember the Black Crows when it first came out yes. and how I felt about it. I don't, I don't, I might not be able to top this, Ed. Well done. Wow. Yes. And that's from the musical genius himself. No, I love yeah. it. I love I'm, it. I'm just a fan. Now tell your boy Milt. I will. I want to hear what he has to say about this. Okay, we will get the feedback. All right. Yes. All right. Um, Set up that crossover. Yeah. There you have it again from Mount Ed, your commandments <laughs> of the top 10 <laughs> debut albums of all time. Until next time, Ed Nation, I ask you, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs>